0: Hello, everybody. This has been very exciting studying Mesechus Ksuvos with you and really appreciating uh, the comments, the questions. For some of you that learned Ksuvos many years ago, some of the memories that come back that's happened for me and for those that are learning it for the first time, what a Mesechta. So thank you. We are studying Mesechus Ksuvos, daf, yud, Aleph. I want to point out, um, if you look, Online, just put in Daf Shavua, Google it. You'll find some uh, great insights from the Daf Shavua group that sponsors this uh, learning and provides this learning really across the entire world. They're actually a Daf ahead of us, as someone pointed out to me last week. Someday we'll catch up. So here we are in Daf Yud This is a very well-known Daf. We already uh, gave an introduction to it back in the Sefiz Yivamos, but not all of you were here from Misafir Yivamos. And the topic that we're going to spend most of our time on this week is Ger Katan. How does someone convert when they are a child, an adopted child, a non-Jewish child? Let's say comes to a Bezdin and says, "I want to convert." Let's see what happens as we get through this daf. I want to point out a couple of other aspects because there's really some beautiful. And I'd say relevant, a on this daf. You see, the daf talks about the misbeach and two benefits of the Mizbeach that I want to discuss. The Gemara deals with four. The Mizbeach, the carbon tumid specifically, the Gemara presents it as if we're feeding Hashem. What that means is obviously Hashem does not eat, but the carbon tumid is a carbonola, it's totally burnt up. So we're saying to Hashem, we're willing to serve you, please, please provide food for us, provide lechem for us. And it's something that we've been discussing uh, for those of you that either attend or come to my Wednesday morning share, the relationship between tefillah and how it impacts us during our day when we're trying to uh, achieve a parnassah. The second aspect, which is very beautiful, is the carbon shlamin. Now, the carbon shlamin is a carbon that is shared with others. So, therefore, the Gemara says this bringing of the carbon on the Mizbah is what strengthens the relationship between Atma So, you have over here, I'd say, with the work issues, and and it takes us to the opportunity of saying Karbanos. So I always tell people, yeah, you should say every day, at least the carbon Tamid. Ezehu Makaman, and you get a good basis of this. And Chazal uh, teach us that just saying it, learning about it, is as if we brought it. So let's get into Ger Katan. And what I want to do is explain, before I jump inside, just as a rabbi, you get the benefit of a pulpit rabbi giving the year Some of the practical issues that come up, I'm not going to include any names, of course, but these are some issues that I've had to address in my life as a pulpit rabbi, we're going to come back to the Gemara and see how some of these issues are addressed. When Rabbi's Masada Kedushin at a wedding, he uh, hopefully takes good stock of uh, both the chassan and the kala, which means uh, he clearly could identify them as Jews. But one of the questions that he's going to ask them as well is, was either of them a ger? was you were them a convert. Now, you have two Jewish parents, how's the kid a convert? So what happens, of course, is if there's an adoption that takes place, most of the adoptions that we have today are with non-Jewish children. It's really due to two factors. Uh, One, we don't have so many Jewish children that are up for adoption. And second of all, Ramosha felt that uh, if you could choose between a Jew and a non-Jew, assuming that the Jewish child could be taken care of, there's certain benefits of a non-Jewish child in case it ends up being um, that somehow the Jew is related to the family. But that's a whole separate analysis. So generally when someone adopts, they're not going to wait until the kid's bar mitzvah, bar mitzvah, to allow make the kid Jewish. The schools aren't going to want that. And... The family's not going to want that. They want to give the kid a full uh, Jewish education. And therefore, at a young age, again, based on when exactly the adoption takes place, it could be a very young age, then assuming um, everything's put into order, there's going to be a gerus that takes place in front of a Besden. So that's a very common case. We have to make sure... That that Bezden, of course, is a valid Bezden. And some of the other issues that will come up will be, what type of lifestyle are the parents living? Could you, I'm not answering these questions yet, but these are all questions that I've had to deal with and rabbis have to deal with. And, of course, the families have to deal with. What happens if you have two unbelievable Jews, man and woman, but they're not totally observant? Could you bring that child into the family as a ger? Now you have to understand, as we see in our Gemara, everything under Bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah is happening through the Bezdin, And it's operating through a general principle of zachen l'adam shlo that you could offer a benefit for someone even if they're not there. Even, as Tosvos explains, the very big Tosvos, They don't assign you to be the shliach. So that's what's happening in this situation. The bezdin is taking it upon itself. So the bezdin therefore, has to really make sure, as best as possible, that this kid is being brought into the Jewish community as a schuss. It's a benefit. And the assumption that is made is that if the kid's going to end up being a a sinner, not to categorize someone as a sinner, but is not going to be living an observant lifestyle, then it's actually not a benefit for him because he's going to end up with uh, too many punishments. So this generates, of course, major controversies. Does this mean that parents that are not religious don't have an opportunity to adopt a child? And you will some, find some uh, lenient opinions that just being a Jew is enough of a schuss. But the, the general accepted approach, you know, that I've had to deal with is. You want to have the basics. You want to have a family that's committed to Shabbos, Taras HaMeshpachah, Kashrus, and the sort to basically behave. We're not going to check as mezuzahs, that's tefillin, to make sure that everything is perfect, but we need a commitment of a life of observance. So, again, raises many, many issues. We're not going to be able to settle them here. When it comes to a wedding, the rabbi is going to ask a number of questions. Now, if the, one of the two claims or says that they were converted as a child, then you, the rabbi is going to ask another question. And that's a question that comes up in our Gemara as well. Was there a certain point that you were given the opportunity to reaffirm your commitment to observance? Because we see in our Gemara that once the child becomes a bar bat mitzvah, then they have to, at least the way it looks like in the Gemara, that they have to give the opportunity, they have to be given the opportunity to reject what the Bezdin did. Because everything that was done up until the Bar Mitzvah or Bat Mitzvah was al-das Bezdin. And that's the conclusion of our Gemara. And it's generally the way we pass. And I'll explain why I'm saying generally as we get through the situation, get through a number of the situations. Now, what ends up happening if for some reason, and this was done in older times, parents wouldn't tell the child that they were adopted. Now, you end up with a big problem, besides just the emotional issues and full disclosure and everything like that. But when does this child ever, when is that child ever given the opportunity to accept or reject what the Besdan did for them. So these are all very practical cases that take place. What I want to do for this year is look at a question that came to Ra'Vosner. And we'll, through this uh, actual case, as the sides to the actual case, we'll throw in some of the additional halachas of Ger now, before we get to this case of the Shebet Alezi, Halevi revosner as you're learning this, you should be asking yourself a question. And this is actually uh, in this very long Tosvos. And it's important because this is going to come up again in this Masechda. I explained that Zachan Lodim Shlob of means that I could do something for you, acting as your shliach, even if you're not appointing me, if it's to your benefit. So take, for example, a situation where I find a lost object and I say, listen, I don't really need this lost object. I'm going to be coned. I'm going to acquire it for Yanko." Once that takes place, Yanko is the owner of this object because he, even though he didn't realize it, was the mishaleach? he was sending me as the Shliach. But what's the problem? Let's say Yanko is under 13 years old. He's under 13 years old as a male, under 12 years old as a woman. But in our case, the Yanko, little boy Yanko, cannot appoint me as the Shliach. So therefore, Zachan ladim Shlo would actually not work. And I, who pick up the object, If I say at the end, I don't want to give it to Yanko as a gift, which obviously I can do, I want to keep it myself, you would be able to keep it. So how is it that Besden is able to become, in the place of this little boy, who may be, you know, five days old, who's going to be adopted, what we call the Sugi of Gerkatan, how could he appoint them? as a shliach, because they're the ones who are doing the zachem latem shlo They're like me, picking up the object. The baby's like a yanko. But baby yanko in this situation, or baby sara in this situation. What a bomb of akasha. But obviously it works because I've sat on the bezden. I've organized the bezden of adopting a little child. So Tosfa says that the rules are different when it comes to becoming a Jew, because it's not just a zechus, it's a zechus gadol, a major zechus. And somehow, with the major zechus, the chiddush is, is either, the way I would explain it, shlichus works anyway, it's an exception to the rules of shlichus, or you would just say it's a separate din, a special halacha called zechus, of being a Jew and through Bezden, through Mesa Bezden, takes on a whole different principle. I think most people explain it the first way. Most of the Akronim explain it the first way. You could understand from this why some would say that just becoming a Jew, even if the parents are not observant, that's a schuzgadol, and that's some of the arguments that are used. This issue comes up in Eretz uh, Yisrael with the conversion of Russian children, our general practice is the schus is assuming, just like when it comes to an adult, that this ha-mitzvahs, he's accepting to be an observant Jew, the same takes place with adoption. But again, you need to look at the particular cases, and I'm not pasching uh, on every case through the sheer. So Ravosna brings down a question. He gets a question from England. There's a man who's about to uh, marry a woman, and they find out, the Masada Kedushin finds out that the Kala was adopted, but she was never told that she was adopted. And in fact, not only was she not told she was adopted, the Chassan has no idea. And the question is, what happens to the fact that she has to, as we see in Ara Gemara? be given the opportunity to reject what the Bezden did. And this has brought down to the halacha, look in Shulchan Simen So he goes through a whole discussion, quoting our Gemara. Ravosner Ozner, who's a great gadol, just passed away a few years ago, is aware of opinions that some have based on the Ran. You see something like this in uh, Rav Sternbach, that it's a chazakah, that a person's going to keep their Yahadus. They want to stay as religious Jews if they've been living that way and therefore would not formally need to accept. There's another opinion, I mentioned this back when we were studying Masechus Yivamas, that you have to at least let the kid know maybe the day of his Bar Mitzvah. Uh, Do you want to be a Jew? Are you excited about your Bar Mitzvah? Even not a formal sit-down. And Ravozan is aware very sensitively that if all of this information comes out right before the Hasana, it could potentially ruin the Hasana. So he sees room to be lenient, at least in his, uh, what we call the Havaminas, the first thoughts. But I want to read you the last paragraph just to show you how complicated this issue is and how Daf Yud Aleph will be the center of all these discussions. That definitely, if she gets married, we would like to say that there's no breakup of the marriage, which means, let's say she ends up rejecting it after she's married. That's too late because she lived as a Jew. He says, and it's true, V'hacha shehidia shekodam hanasuin, it's going to create a whole big mess and panic right before a wedding. There's enough stress. You say this is really a bidieva situation. Maybe we should be flexible. Don't tell her. He says at the end, He says, I have a hard time connecting to a Heter. He's not saying there is no Heter, but he can't pass in this way. He says the bottom line is you look into the Gemara, you look into the Shochan This is the Halacha. And we shouldn't stumble on Halacha. So again, such a situation comes up, you have to bring in major postkim. There will be some flexibility. Depending on the case, just as we pointed out before, there'll be some flexibility, even in a situation where the parents were not totally observant. According to some, they quote from the Shalos Atshuvos of the Beis Yitzchak, uh, and apparently Rechaim ayazer as well, that as long as there's some basic observance, Ramosha said you send the kid to yeshiva, you have a kosher home, so whether every single halacha has to be followed by the parents is a question. What well, we should realize, and that's why I think this is so important, first of all, you should tell the kid that he's adopted or she's adopted from that perspective, but also there's no shame in being a ger. I mentioned this before, Reb Chaim said, someone said, could I marry a ger? He says, what do you mean? You get an additional mitzvah every day of avas There's also beautiful pachad yitzchak, and Rav Huttner says in his Parchat Yitzchak Pesaches and Chavtes, Pesach he's saying that loving ager as to be Kamocha. It's not just avas ager, but it's part of this person now is part of your community, and beautiful f- fulfillment of Yaftriacha Kamocha, specifically because the person now is a Jew, and we would want to be loved in the same way. Have a great week of learning.